0: Good morning, friends. Um, the title of my message today is The Bible. Do you really believe it? Well, using the words of Paul in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2 as our guide, I want to answer an, one very important question. What does it mean to believe the Bible? It's one thing you say you believe the Bible. It's another thing to live out that on a daily basis. So what do we mean when we say we believe the Bible? Well, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 13-16 to 16 suggests three answers to that question. First of all, believing the Bible means accepting its authority in every area of life. Verse 13 says, And we thank God continually, because when you received the word of God, which you have heard from us, you accepted it, not as the word of men, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. Now, Paul uses two words <clears throat> here in verse 13 to explain what he means. First, he says, you received the word of God. Now, that's the hearing of the year. It's objective. It's like signing a receipt at the post office so you can accept a package. I mean, Paul means that the Thessalonians listened intently to the message he preached because they knew it came from God. And second, it says, you accepted it as the word of God. Now, this word means, you wel- means to welcome a visitor into your home. This is the hearing of the heart. It's subjective. It's one thing to listen to a sermon. It's something else to welcome God's message into your heart and let it transform your life. Now, this explains why some people can come to church for, I don't know, 60, 70, 80 years and never be changed. We've all known lifelong church members who were as grouchy and greedy and cranky and as mean-spirited at the end as they were at the beginning. They received the word week after week, but they never accepted it as God's message, divine message for them. So they were never really changed on the inside. Now, the focus here is crucial. You heard the message from man, but you recognized that it came from God. You heard from us. That's the human side. God's message. That's the divine side. So he responded not as if it were the opinion of man, but as God's word. That's why the debate over the nature of the Bible today is so crucial. If it is only the word of man, then it's changeable, it's fickle, it's unreliable. But if the Bible is actually the word of God, then it is utterly and completely authoritative. If God is spoken in the Bible, then what he says has final claim on our lives. Now, let me summarize this opening point with two simple statements. First of all, if the Bible comes from man, we are entitled to sit in judgment on it. But, number two, if the Bible comes from God, we must bow in submission to it. So, what do you believe about the Bible? Does it come from man, or does it come from God? Is it on the level with the daily newspaper, or does it speak with divine authority? Well, if you say that it's the word of God, then you must also say that it is not simply one message among many. It's not like the Republican or the Democratic platforms, whatever they may be these days, that came through debate and consensus. If the, word, the Bible is the word of God, it's utterly exclusive in its claims. It doesn't beg for our approval. The word of God is not like the first draft of a term paper where the writer submits it and says, what do you think? See, God never asks us to correct the New Testament. He never asked us to review Isaiah and make a few changes. And as far as I see in scripture, he won't abide by those who add or take to it From the book of Revelation. In other words, the Bible stands approved as read without correction, without change, without deletion, without addition. And if you think about it, Christians believe something very profound and fundamentally very radical. In an age of moral and spiritual anarchy, we believe there is a God in heaven who has spoken to the human race. God has spoken and he has not studied He spoke and he made himself clear in his word, the Bible. We believe in authority. In an era that prizes individual freedom, Christians believe in a supreme being who dictates our words and deeds. And to our modern ears, the concept sounds outrageously autocratic. For when to die, from when to die, or to when to give birth, from whom to have sex with, how to spend their money, there's a lot of... Talking heads out there who believe we should enjoy unlimited freedom. But for the Christ follower, freedom is not an end in itself. Unfettered individualism can mean greed and, unse- and selfishness, the evasion of personal responsibility, the destruction of the family, the death of the unborn. I mean, Christians believe that from an all-out, all-powerful authority stems a clear system of judgment which teaches that there is a right and there is a wrong. Now, the serpent's first attack in the Garden of Eden came at precisely this point. He challenged Eve with this question Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? Well, the church must again declare the truth of God with boldness. I mean, one reason God has used Billy Graham and people like him so greatly has been their constant repetition of the, fr- the phrase, the Bible says. To a world that rejects authority, the church must declare the authority of God. The world says we want freedom. We want to be able to choose. God says, if you want freedom, obey my word. We must proclaim the truth of God even to those who reject it because it is the truth that sets men free. This much we already know. But ponder the last phrase of verse 13. It says, which is at work in you who believe. Now here Paul ties the power of the word of God to the response of a believing heart. Just listen again to the last four words, which is at work. In other words, the word works. I mean, my friend Harry Wendt always says, work the word and the word will work you. I mean, friends, there's power in the word of God when its divine authority is accepted in a believing heart. The word works is like our English word energy. So the word is energized within us as we believe it. It's kind of like farmland that bears a rich harvest. It's like a gold mine that delivers great riches. It's like an investment that pays huge dividends. That's good news. When we hear the message outwardly and welcome it inwardly, when we allow God's word to rule over every area of our lives, it energizes us and it produces a wonderful harvest. Now, it's at this point that evangelical ministries... Hopefully, like you belong to, I'm, I'm so very thankful that I belong to a place called like Praise and Worship that accepts the Bible as the clear, inspired, and errant Word of God. These places have a powerful impact. Now, i got to tell you, I was raised in a church where we heard a great deal about the Bible, but I'm not sure that I ever really knew how to study it on my own. It was later in life that I learned to read the Word and ask myself a couple of questions. One, what is the text saying? And and two, how does this apply to my life? Now, even though I'd grown up in the church, this was kind of a brand new thought for me. I had never really thought I could study the Bible on my own and learn for myself what it said. And when I kind of discovered that over the years, for me, this was like a truth as revolutionary as Martin Luther and his 95 theses. That's not an inapt comparison because the heart of the Reformation rests on the fact that God's word is not chained to the pulpit with truths that only a pastor can understand. I mean, Luther believed that the central message of the Bible is clear enough for any believer to read and understand. So if we're going to believe the Bible, then we must accept its authority in every area of life. But for the moment, just ask yourself two questions. One, do I truly believe the Bible? And two, if so, what difference does it make in my life? Friends, every Christian, every Christ follower needs to think about that because we live in days of spiritual anarchy where society has rejected the clear word of the Lord. Are we willing to be men and women under authority who do what we are told even when it isn't popular? God help us to answer yes and show the world by how we live that we truly believe what the word of God says. Until next time, see the vision, live the mission and feel the passion.